Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Uh, Dallas, today we're going to look at a case study. We are. Remarkably, this lady's name is Jane Smith. <laughs> we don't even have to change her name to Jane Smith for the, uh, for the purposes of... Yeah, it's, it's uh, a real, real surprise. Every, every client of ours apparently is named John and Jane Smith. So, <laughs> so um, tell us about Jane. So, uh, Jane first came in to meet with me in June of 2015. So that was four and a half years ago now as we're recording this. Uh, she is a single woman and in that first meeting we had a bit of a snapshot of where she was at. She had about $240,000 in superannuation, about $250,000 in an investment and about $13,000 in cash in her own bank account. So just over $500,000 of what we would consider retirement savings. So this was all money that was kind of earmarked for her to retire on in the future. Uh, so she just turned 51, um, which, as we, you see this all the time, most people, it's, it's either sort of 50 or 55 of those ages where they really go, geez, I need to, I need to really focus on this and start yep. to ramp it up. Um, so we discussed what her kind of retirement plans were. She didn't really have anything concrete that she wanted to you know, retire by a certain date or anything like that. Um, but the big thing for her was she wanted to really loves to travel. So travel is really important, mm. um, and she wanted the ability to be able to retire a bit earlier if, if possible. So age sixty one was kind of something we tossed around just to that gave us that ten year sort of mark, and yep. she was sort of happy with that. So and she wanted to retire on about fifty thousand dollars a year in in today's dollars. So the what we really needed to look at here was the trade off between. She definitely didn't want to put every spare dollar she had towards retirement and trying to grow her super as quickly as possible. For her, it was about getting where she needed to be over the next 10 years, but also being able to go on, on an extended trip sort of on average about once every year. Um, that was going to cost a fair bit and because she, she really wanted to do some bigger trips that, that she could do while she was you know, young and fit and healthy and able to, to get around easily. It's an interesting conversation, isn't it? So, so um, yeah, we have that conversation at the start mm. when we meet people for the first time, yep. uh, potential new clients, and um, it, 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 you, you arrive at a, a happy medium yep. most of the time. I mean, that's yep. the, that's our natural resting position. Yep. Like yep. you have to give up a little bit yep. to to, yep. to to pull the lever yep. to make yep. make to happen. make some real gains. Yep. But um, but 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 to uh, you don't want to take that too far yeah. because yeah. because um, you lose out on quality of life that's right uh, during that period of time so it's the balance yeah. and, and I guess I think we're really good at, at working that out and I think one of the biggest fears that people have yeah. before they come to see us yeah. uh, is that is that we're going to take all their money away from them yeah, yeah that's and they're right. not going to be able to have any fun which, which you, you have all the time where people will come in 
before they came in for a meeting, they go, we went and bought a new computer and went on this trip and did yeah. this just in case you wanted to take all their money, <laughs> away, all from money away from us. So, I mean, it's, it's far from the point. I mean, we're, we're a big believer. I mean, we, we, we both love to travel. Yeah. Um, everyone here in, that yeah. works with us loves to travel. Yeah. Um, we like the, like the balance of life, yeah. but, um, but we're very good at actually being able to, to put enough away yeah. to, to get ahead as well. And, that, and that's what, uh, so as I go through this, sort of, um, you'll see that another part of it to me is if, if you try, even if someone comes in and says to me, I want to give up, I, I just want to focus purely on retiring early and I just want to put every spare yeah. dollar I can and I'm going to live on baked beans until I yeah. you know, get to this, this target. I've heard people say that before and I've yeah. seen people try and do that. And the reality is they just don't stick to it. They don't stick it, to it's it. Not, it's not sustainable. It's, it's, not, it's not sustainable. And, and I mean, um, far from being a psychologist, yeah. um, you'd have to say why. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, then, and there'd be a... There'd yeah. be a uh, I mean, I just don't think we would have... Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't be the type of client that we'd want to work with. No. We, we, there wouldn't be a good fit there. It, it's always... Because we, yeah. we have a fundamental difference yeah. of... Yeah. Well, of philosophy. Well, you find with a lot of people, you know, there, there's always parts of people's work that they don't enjoy. But mm. but if if someone comes in and says, "I just really hate my job. I can't stand it. I just can't. I just want to get out as soon as possible." Yeah. My instinct would be to go, "Well, why are you don't don't work there another week? Like, no, if you really no, get can't out stomach now. it that get much, out now. yeah, that's right. And that, and, that, and, and that's that's take a pay cut. Yeah, um, work for half the money. Yeah, find yeah. something you love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or even something you can stomach. Even something you can stomach and work for half the money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, look, certainly because uh, there's a big, there's a big, there's a there's a new movement. Um, I'm dig- we're digressing. We're turning an, another ten minute podcast into a, a forty minute podcast. Um, the fire movement, oh, the yeah. financial independence, retire you, you early. Sound, so you sound like a real old geezer when you talk about this because you go, oh, it's just all. It's just well, all nonsense. Well, well, it's funny because I mean, we we, we both listened to Animal Spirits, uh, and and those guys were saying yeah. these are, uh, I guess, in the financial planning industry yeah. in America. Yeah. And and they were both saying they couldn't imagine retiring early because they yeah. love their yeah they love their jobs. Yeah. And I, I was thinking the same thing. I yeah. was thinking yeah. I I really I really love this. Yeah. Um, uh, we work with only we, we only work with clients who yeah. uh, we fit in with. So, yeah, that's so right. if there's some sort of yeah. uh, philosophical Differences. mismatch there, then yeah. then um, yeah. then they go and find someone else, or that we don't, they don't ever become a client. So there's no friction there at all. Yeah. Um, so uh, look, it, it's uh, it, it it's something that you couldn't imagine. No, that's right. Putting every single Sent yeah. and having no lifestyle yes. right now. Yeah, putting it all away so you could get out of that. Yeah, out of that role. And that's, I mean, that is a conversation. <coughs> the the change of we, we've we've discussed this before. Um, uh, you you've actually had had clients who um, a case study that you that you did already about this, where as they got closer to retirement, they realised that they didn't it wasn't necessarily that they wanted to retire and stop working. They didn't have something that they wanted to fill those 40 hours a week on. They just had some parts of their job that they were really, really into. And so it was really just about trying to craft a bit of a career transition where they could just be focused more and more, spend more of their time on doing those things and not on the the work that they didn't enjoy. So, and you know, even from a a financial point of view, that's 
the the types of people that um, that we're and we're talking about here, we're people that want that balance of life and are happy to potentially, you know, they don't want to necessarily retire at fifty five. They they are happy to work, you know, into sixty and a bit beyond. Yeah. It makes it makes your it makes your retirement planning a lot easier as well because if you're working for another 10 years versus another five years, if you've only got five years to go, you really have to do a lot of the work yourself. You, yes. your, your retirement savings, they don't have the same amount of time to compound in the background. You don't have all those years of tax savings that you could be picking no. up. All those different levers that we normally pull on a compressed timeline, it's, it's sort of not, if you want to retire in five years instead of 10 years, it's not twice as hard. It's about three times it's about as hard. Three times hard. Yeah. Like so. Look, uh, absolutely. Time is one of the, the biggest resources yeah. that we have as yeah. financial advisors. That's right. So we, we, yeah. we, if, we, if we have time, mm. um, it makes so much more of a difference. Yeah. So with the yeah. compounding. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, mate. No, I've, that's uh, I've, <laughs> I've hijacked uh, halfway through the As the per usual. We've, we've, but, so uh, so yeah, continue? Yeah. So, uh, but I think that's a good point is that as we go through this, it's not about most of these case studies that we're looking at, it's not about going, this person now magically has so much more money than they had before and and, yeah. and and look at us, look at this great work we've done. It's about saying they've lived the lifestyle that they want yes. while they've also been able to achieve these financial goals. So so for this person, when they came in, we were kind of limited as to the levers we could pull there. So her spare cash flow was was limited given that she, she had those travel plans and she had those yeah. goals. So we could really only salary sacrifice $200 a fortnight, mm -hmm. um, which we worked out was about the right trade-off between traveling now and getting in a position to retire early. Yep. So because at that time we were salary sacrificing that, the net cost to her uh, from after-tax income was about $130 a fortnight yep. based on her income. Um, now, the other lever we could pull, it was a big one for her, was that she was actually in a defined benefit account. And so, I, yeah. I won't go into too much detail about how defined benefit accounts work and the rest of it, but basically the trade-off that you have to look at there is a defined benefit amount. A, a defined benefit account is calculated based on your your salary or your final salary when you finish up work, and then a multiple of of that salary. So, yeah. so for this person, because she had no no plans to try and climb up the ladder and get promoted in the future and and go on to a higher income. She was just planning to tick along and keep doing this for the next mm -hmm. 10 years. We looked at it and, and basically the trade-off was that we could move her out of the defined benefit account uh, and actually have that money in what they call an accumulation account, which is a standard superannuation account, which we could then invest more aggressively, mm -hmm. given that she had 10 years to go until she wanted to retire. So yep. again, we won't digress here and get into the whole, the whole investing. Uh, we recorded another podcast about this just recently, but... Again, that's one of the levers we could pull is to say, you, if, you, if you're happy to work for the next 10 years, we can let the money that you've already built up in your super account, we can let that grow in the background, let that do some of the work for you, yeah. rather than having it all be based on your contributions going in. Yes. So. Yeah, look, a good, a good podcast to listen to would be... Um, uh, investing investing is, the, is the worst form the of worst retirement. worst form of retirement planning, excepting, excepting for all others. Yeah. Um, that'll give you a case study of of yeah. uh, the difference between a yeah. 4% yeah. rate of return, which a defined benefit yeah. um, returns about that, yeah, returns that, yeah. about a 4% yeah. rate of return generally on average yeah. um, per annum versus an 8% rate of return. So you'll see the differences yeah. in one person's yeah. uh, uh, 
uh, retirement outcomes yeah. just by yeah. just by changing in and and being able to generate an eight percent rate of return on their money versus a four percent rate of return. So that's pretty. That's a good one to listen to if you yeah. if you're looking at the differences there. And, um, and that tie, it ties into exactly this one because as part of that podcast we discussed that if if you can if you are happy to get a lower return, you have, there's no magic bullet that you have to trade that off somewhere else. So in this yeah. case, when we spoke about this, she definitely didn't want to she didn't want to live on less income in retirement or work for longer or give up more money now. Yep. So we said, right, well, we really need to work that money. Yeah, that's interesting. So you had that conversation, yeah, and that's that, that conversation has to come at the start, yeah, um, because that that conversation helps form the context yeah. of the plan or the the financial strategies that you're going to use. Doesn't that's it? right. Because you go, okay, I know what I have to work with now. Yeah, I have two hundred dollars a fortnight. Yeah, before tax dollars. Yeah, I have ten years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have all of these things. We well, I, we know that you're not going to get promoted too much. Yep. Um, you, we're going to assume you, you earn the same salary. Yep. Um, so you work all those parameters and you go, okay, what other levers can we pull here? That's right. Yeah. Um, so, and, and it was interesting because, so we changed the investment strategy of, so the investment that she had as well as her superannuation, we invested that uh, more aggressively given to try and yep. grow that as much as possible over that 10 years. Now, most people's worst nightmare occurred, which was that, so that was June 2015, we had our first meeting. Yep. We had uh, a few of, like, as part of our initial process, we have yeah, a, a few meetings before we implement any of these changes. Yep. By the time we had had those meetings, put all these changes in place, and um, she came back in for what we call like a confirmation meeting in September of 2015. The market had already dropped by ten percent. So people's worst nightmare is I'm going yeah. to invest this money, and then the share market or the price of all of these companies yeah. is going to drop by ten percent. So that that actually happened in this case. Yep. Now, luckily, as part of that advice process, as you said, we talk about this at length about the trade-off between these things, and and she was well aware that this was um, not just a possibility but a probability at some stage that yep. there was going to be a, a drop of at least this magnitude pretty much every year. So she wasn't worried by that, which was good. I'm sure that if she'd just filled in the paperwork and sent it off and hadn't had those conversations, yep. and then all of a sudden the balance has dropped by 10%, yeah. it'd be panic stations. Yes, and look, a lot of people, um, a lot of financial advisors try to dilute that and mm. they try to, to gloss over that. Yep. And they, there's a talk about you know, uh, if, yeah, yeah. if the yeah. market ever drops, we, yeah. we, we're very careful to say when. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. That's right. It's, not, it's a naturally occurring thing. Yeah. It's just like yep. uh, the price of bananas. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's, it's like the price of bananas yep. uh, growing yep. when a cyclone yep. goes through North yep. Queensland and 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 yep. like supply takes and demand curves a change. Yes. Um, and and of course, when yep. supply comes back on, what yep. happens? Yep. The, price the price of bananas changes. drop. Yeah. Yeah. No one panics. No, that's that right. Period of time. So it's yeah. a naturally occurring thing. Yeah. And, that's, um, and, and that's, the price of your house, by yeah. the way, um, the uh, drops as well. Because yeah. if you were to auction it off every, every, every on the first of the month every year, yeah. you'd find that the, the, there's wild fluctuations of price swings. So, yeah. so it's, look, it's one of those discussions, again, we have that at the start and say, say to people, it's, it's when yeah. uh, it happens, not and, if. And especially, I, th I think, over... Uh, say the last 10 years that's why it's it's so important for us to 
So over the last 10 years, it's been fairly limited volatility. Again, we're going to digress here. Such limited volatility. <laughs> it's been very limited. So a, a drop of 10% is, is the average in for a year. For every year on average, yeah. you're, you're, if you're invested aggressively, your superannuation will drop by 10% or more yeah. every single year. Every single year. So, yeah. And that was kind of the, because the, we'd had that discussion. When she came in for that, that meeting to say, yes, everything's been put in place, everything's changed. Oh, yeah, by the way, your balance has dropped by 10%. That yeah. wasn't, it wasn't a shock. It was all expected. It was all uh, part yep. of the course. So um, now everything ticked along. Uh, there was no major changes to, uh, to her situation. Now, I've just made a note here of as we were going through our progress meetings every six months, some of the discussions that we had. Yep. So... Um, in so 18 months uh, after that, we, as part of our progress meeting, um, she, Jane Smith came in and, and sort of said, geez, I'm really, I'm really getting sick of my job. I, I think I want to try and retire earlier if possible. I'm willing to maybe look at this trade-off again. And so yeah. this, is, this is a very common thing as part of all of our six-monthly pro- progress meetings with people is that your goals change over time or, mm-hmm. you, or the trade-off that you're willing to accept changes over time. So for her in this case, she said, I'm getting a bit sick of it. And I think it was actually a, a, a part of the, the workplace. She was working with a different boss at that point in time. Yeah. So we looked at, okay, what would it take to retire earlier? So, and yeah, we worked out that we discussed it kind of at length and worked out that she wasn't actually willing to, willing to make the trade-off to put more money in. So we discussed you could not travel for the next three years and save that money, put that into super. What else, where else could you shave some costs? Yep. But she really enjoyed it, enjoys her lifestyle as it is now and enjoys yep. that. And so she kind of went, okay, well, it, it had been more of an event than anything else. And at the end of, of an hour of that, she went, all right, I actually, no, I'm happy to keep everything going as is. Yes. But I think that even that, even that discussion was, was valuable for her because she then went back to work and went, that's a price that I've accepted and I'm willing to pay. Yeah. It, it's, not, it's not that she was at work say, every week then saying, you know, should I be doing more or less? Or We'd had the conversation and she yeah. went, right, this is, this is how it's going to be and I'm just going to, to gut this out. And, and that's, the, that's what she'd worked out. Look, she there's, some con- there's some context there, isn't there? Because you, you, you look at, okay, uh, if you did move to part-time, the trade-off then mm-hmm. is that you draw less money in retirement, you retire yeah. at the same yeah. time, yeah. Uh, or you work longer yeah. part-time. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, so every, every action yeah. look, look has a... That, um, that ties very neatly into my, into my next meeting. Have, right? I, have <laughs> I jumped the <laughs> gun again? <laughs> so December of 2017, uh, six months later, she actually came in and said, um, and we discussed again, she still wasn't enjoying her work that much. But I sort of asked the question of, we worked out that she works, um, she's on her feet all day. And so basically by the end of the week, it was just more, I think, physical exhaustion than, than anything else. Yep. And so that was kind of one that we then looked at. And, and it's human beings, we extrapolate out, this is you know, our, our gift and our weakness is that, so by the end of the week, she'd be exhausted. And I think that a part of what happened is that she would look at it and go, geez, if I'm still doing this in five years time and I'm here on my feet at two o'clock on Friday afternoon, I'm gonna be completely over it. And so that was actually one of the levers that we looked to pull is to say, right, well, instead of working full-time all the way through to age 61 and then retiring fully, what if we move to part-time work earlier? Yep. So move to three days a week so, you know, at age 58, for example, 
but then work part-time until 64, I think was the example we, and then we were just yep. playing around with figures at that point in time. But that, that then really uh, made a, a difference to, to her and how she felt about her work then was I, I think that took a, she sort of went, yep, that's actually what I want to do. That's yep. the plan that we're going to move towards. And so even though we didn't change, she was still working full time. She then yep. kind of had a bit of light at the end of the tunnel there is to go, okay, well, it's only a few years to go until I'm going to be only working a few days a week. Yep. So, and we're seeing that more and more now is that <coughs> the model of working full time and then retiring fully, less and less. Less and, is, less, and less, it's, it's, it's a shift that I've only noticed, that we've only noticed in the last couple of years, really, yep. if, I had to, if, yeah. if I had to say, so yep. more and more people, uh, yeah, the, the, the black and white of working full time right up until your 65th birthday and then yep. retiring full time. Yep. It's such a gray area now where people are, yep. are scaling back to three days a week or they're yep. um, pivoting into a, mm. a, a, a different career yep. later in life. Um, yep. So, look, it, it, again, at the risk of stealing your thunder here, Dallas, you're probably yep. going to Like, It just makes such a difference if someone yep. can work part-time. They, they thought they were going to retire at 61, 62, yep. Yep. but they've said, okay, we'll go part-time to 65 yep. after that. Like, yep. The pressure it takes off what they're drawing from their superannuation, those yep. early years, yep. it, it makes such a difference, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, and it's, it's funny, so again... I feel like we're really digressing a fair bit today, but I was, I was actually just thinking about this with uh, another client that I met with yesterday. Uh, they're, and they're, it's actually almost easier for a couple. So yeah. for these guys, they're, they're going on an extended holiday now, and when they come back, they're going to be semi-retired, and they're both going to work part-time. But yeah. So they're going to work part-time, but because they're, they're, they're both working part-time, not earning a huge amount, paying minimal income tax, yeah. it's pretty easy for them to earn enough to live on. Yeah. So, especially as a couple, it's not only not only do you um, get to cut back a bit earlier, but if you're both willing to do that, you can pretty much replace your income on half of it. If if you compare both couples working, both members of a couple working full time, mm. paying income tax, you know, all those sorts of things, if you look at the net amount that they get to keep every week, you can cut your workload in half, and you get to keep more than half of the net income. Yes, because 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 um, they're working full time, they're paying tax. Yep. Um, some stages they're still paying on the mortgage, mortgage yep, that we exactly pay right. out yep. at the at, at that, that retirement yep, time. Yep, exactly uh, right. We're asking them to to put in yep. on average thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's right. So, so, so when that. you get to that point where yep. you go, okay, well we can we can we can you can move back to part time work. We don't want you to put any money into your superannuation now. Yep. We're just going to take less from yep. it because yep. we thought. Yep. This was about the time that we were going to flip over That's and, right. and actually start taking the income from yeah. your superannuation yeah. now. Especially, it's especially valuable, I think, for for people who don't necessarily have a huge income that they want to take in retirement. So, in this no. case, for, for for Jane Smith here, she only wants to she only wants fifty thousand dollars a year to live on. So, yep. when she reaches semi retirement, rather than rather than earning you know sixty thousand dollars a year gross and then paying tax and the rest of it and getting to keep fifty to live on. She can cut her, her workload in half, earn $30,000 a year. She gets to keep pretty much all of that. Nearly all of it. Yeah. And she's only got to draw $20,000 a year to top that up. Yeah, from her superannuation. From her superannuation, yeah. yeah. Which, is, which is drawn um, tax-free. She's yes. over 60 by that stage, which is an important thing. Yeah. And the way it's structured as well, yeah. not only is that income drawn tax-free if set up correctly, mm. 
uh, it doesn't even show up anywhere on your tax return. So, right. so the thirty thousand dollars that she earns—that's her only. Source. The twenty that she draws from her yep. super doesn't even push that thirty up into a higher tax no, bracket. That's right. it, 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 yep. That twenty thousand dollars drawn yep. from her yep. superannuation doesn't show up anywhere. It's yep. it's, it's really effective if done correctly. Yep. Um, so these, so those were sort of the discussions we were having over those over those couple of years, and so. I guess the nuts and bolts of what we were doing didn't change too much. It was more the, the actual goal, the, the area that we were working towards was sort of changing. And I think it was it was that six monthly progress meeting that was really helping her know that there was an end in sight and there was something that we were working towards. Uh, the next big change was in May 2019. So again, I won't get into the details, but there was then a situation where she could actually take money from the investment um, that she had in her in her own name. It's mm-hmm. actually through an investment bond, but she could take that money, sell down $13,000 a year from that investment, contribute that into superannuation and claim a tax deduction for it. So she could basically pick up tax savings of $3,000 a year just via a bit of a paperwork shuffle behind the scenes there. Yeah, so she was taking money from retirement savings. She's robbing Peter to pay Paul here, yeah. classically. Yeah. Um, she's yeah. moving that into... Yeah. We normally have a negative connotation of that, but in this case, it, it worked really yeah. well to rob Peter to pay Paul. To pay Paul to, um, to, yeah. to pick up an additional $3,000. Look, when you look at figures like that on paper, yeah. they lose some of the meaning. I mean, yeah. if $3,000 appeared here in a brown yeah. paper bag, yeah. um, yeah. it'd look more impressive than, well, than what well, you have written on this piece yeah. of paper, which is well, that's dollar why. sign three yeah. A. Uh, <laughs> So uh, well, and, and it was it a, makes a difference to again as a very concrete one. If every year she wanted to go on a on a trip overseas, three thousand dollars is more than enough for for your flights to pretty much anywhere in the world. It, it is yeah, every so year just by is basically two pieces two forms that we were filling out. Yeah, that was paying for her flights for every flights, single year, yeah. which was fantastic. You know, and and Absolutely. again, it's sometimes sometimes you you know the old saying there's no such thing as a free lunch. Sometimes maybe there is a free lunch. Well, there is. Um, so, so one of the, I mean, we love free money, don't yeah. we? We love yeah. free money. And look, with with taxation yeah. legislation, we know that we yeah. we can get a free return overnight. Yeah. Uh, for people. Yeah. To the tune generally of some. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty percent to twenty four and a half percent. That's right. Uh, of what they actually contribute yeah. in. Yeah. So so and, and you and you're right. The, the thing you love about that is that. We are having all those conversations about trade-offs and giving things up and the rest yeah. of it. But but a tax saving is fantastic in that the only one who's giving something up is the ATO. Is the ATO, which, yeah, which that's right. most people are pretty happy that they're on the on, yeah. on the receiving end yeah, of that. That's right. So yeah, it, it's a great one. Anytime we can pick up any dollar of tax saving, we, we want to do that because it's it's not impacting our clients' lifestyle now, it's not impacting their lifestyle in the future. It's yeah. like you say, it's it's free money. So but yeah, you're right. It does sort of lose a bit of that gloss when you say three thousand dollars. But um, yeah, based on if you, if you look at her her income and how much she's living on, how much she wants to live on, yeah, three thousand dollars is a big whack out of fifty thousand dollars that she just doesn't have to find now. That's right. And, that and and look, because she loves travel, um, yeah. because it, like you said, that that pays for flights. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, yeah. You you take that in a brown paper bag and yeah. in case you're spending money wherever yeah. you are like, yeah, that's and, right. you know, like you've got yeah. however way you want to dice that up like yeah. that makes a that makes a big difference to yeah. anyone's lifestyle yeah. especially when you're going on travel yeah. uh, and, and holidays um, yeah. and and look it's 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 funded by the ATO in this case and it's a guaranteed rate of return that's right because yeah. it's a return that you get overnight yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 
whilst we know that legislation is in place right now, yep. you take advantage of it for yep. that year. That's right. And it's a guaranteed return yep. and there's there's just no downside to yep. that. Uh, yeah, that's right. And so, and again, uh, continue on the, the, the mode of the tax savings. So in November of 2019, there was, uh, going away again the details, but there was, um, we reached a point in time where what she could actually do at that, at that point was she took a lump sum uh, from her investment and contributed that into superannuation. And that was separate to the, the, the amount that she could claim as a tax deduction. That was purely based on minimising the tax on the earnings on that investment. Yep. So that's the other, uh, again, a lever that we can pull there is that if you've got, again, in, in, in her case, where she started with $500,000 uh, in retirement savings and half of it is in, is in her own name and half of it is in superannuation, we reached a point where we could actually move that into superannuation and the earnings tax on that was 15% versus the earnings tax on that money invested in her own name was 34.5%. Yeah, so, so the money the money that that money makes, yep. you're referring to, so yeah, the exactly rate of return right. every year, yep. Yep. Um, from that point on was only going to be taxed at 15% yep. uh, versus 34.5%. Uh, yep. so, so tax saving yep. there. And um, coming at the right time as well because it's yep. approaching when That's she right. has... Uh, yep. Oh, she, she's approaching meeting her condition of release for superannuation. Right. So, yep. so yep. if she needed to yep. access it, she can. That's right. And that was the trade-off. that we Again, we discussed that in, in great length, is that the trade-off was putting that money into super meant she couldn't access it at this point in time. We discussed how much was left in that investment and could she access it and, yep. and all those sorts of things, what emergencies might pop up. So this was all... And, you know, it's very easy. Again, you, you put one line and say, we took a lump sum and did this, but... The reality is that was a, a big conversation so that she was then completely comfortable with the idea of doing this and, and minimising that tax and having the trade-off of yep. not being able to access quite as much money. Yep. So that was our, our most recent progress meeting. Uh, at that point in time, she had a retirement savings balance. Uh, so if you remember that she started with $503,000 in June of 2015. So November 2019, her retirement savings balance was $718,000. So. She's uh, basically, this balance has grown by $215,000 over the last four and a half years. Now, over that four and a half years, she's given up some money out of her own pocket. So she's given up $130 a fortnight. Yep, and just to be clear, that's the, so the $200 that she was salary sacrificing, so but that net. reduced her pay only by $131 a fortnight. That's right. So yep. that's what you're referring to there. Yep. Yep. So that was just over fifteen thousand dollars out of her own pocket. So, so yeah, so so the hundred and thirty one dollars reduction in pay yep. per fortnight times yep. four and a half years, fifteen thousand, a bit over fifteen thousand dollars. Yep. That um, that she's had yep. to, to give up. Yep. In order to to help that along. Yep. So basically, she was two hundred thousand dollars over and above what she's had to had to give up there. Yep. Um, so. Again, we do, there's no such thing as a free lunch, and, and she had to, throughout that last four and a half years, there's been volatility, and that balance has gone up and gone down, and it will continue to do so. But as you can see, most of that $200,000 has been driven by uh, tax savings and by uh, higher growth on her, on her yep. retirement savings, which are, are two things that we could, we could assist with, and that it doesn't, it's not costing her anything each week to be able to access those things. Look, what, what, I, what I like about this, because um, we could be sitting here right now yeah. and, and uh, her balance could actually be lower yeah. 
technically than where it, where it was because yep. of market volatility. Yep. That's right. Um, we know that that ship would be righted at some stage. That's right. But but what 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 I really like is 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 our approach where we actually sit down at the start, and you know you had that discussion with um, with James and said said. Yeah, what are you willing to give up? Oh, yeah. I can only afford one hundred and thirty-one dollars yeah. reduction in pay yeah. per fortnight. Yeah, um, yeah, I want to retire a little bit earlier at age sixty-one, not sixty-five. Yeah, yeah, I like to travel, I like to do all these things. So, so sitting right back, you yeah. said, okay, knowing all that, what we actually need to eke out yeah. of this is an eight percent rate of return. That's I'm, right. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. without yeah. you yeah. having yeah. disclosed yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and you're currently only getting somewhere in the vicinity of a four to five percent rate of return. Yep. So it was the rate of return that you really looked at and yep. said, okay, well we need to we need to push this up. Yep. Um, historical perspective gives us um, averages, and it's the best guide that we know. Yep. So if we invest in in this and this, we can still be well and truly diversified. Yep. Um, look, the historical yep. average rate of return of you know, these things is yep. is eight percent or nine percent yep. or ten percent or whatever yep. it is, and um, and and uh, and you explain the trade-offs. So the trade-offs were stay where you are right now. Yeah. At the lower rate of return, yeah. Um, you're just going to have to take less money in yep. retirement That's as right. an income, or you have to work longer. Yeah. Um. You know, the ramifications of that are that you won't be able to travel. Yeah. Uh, for example. That's right. Uh, when you retire. Yep. Oh, that sounds terrible. Um, you yeah. know, like yeah, that's the, right. What what can we do to yep. okay? Well, 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 the only real thing that we can do. Yeah. Is um, is put your money to work a little bit harder yeah. now. The trade-off for that is that you need to accept volatility, yeah. Yeah. which is why the first meeting that you had yeah, with Jane after that, the market had actually dropped by ten percent. Yeah, and she didn't panic yeah. because of the fact that yeah. you'd had, had that, that conversation. You'd, you'd had that discussion. Yeah, and so that's I guess that's a really good concrete example here is that yeah, if, if she had said and and we discussed this in in the in the other podcast the other day about. If she had said to me, I understand everything that you've said, I just don't want to take on any volatility, I want to yeah. stay in my defined benefit account. Oh, to get into the same position, she would have had to not go on any trips overseas for the last four and a half years. Every dollar yeah. that she spent on travel would have had to go towards that, towards and, that. and probably a little bit extra as well, to just, to just to get her to the position that she's in now. Yeah, so. and, then, and then, and would it be fair to say that um, it would have been hard to cut back to part-time work. She yep. had to stay full-time. Yep. Um, yep. All those had to work a little bit longer than all those levers. Yeah. So exactly I mean, when, you, right. when you look at all of those types of things, yeah. Um, the it, you, you look at that on one side of the ledger, yeah, and and then you look on the other side of the ledger and you say, okay, well, the value of your investments and your super balance now is going to go up and down yep. because yep. because. Um, that's what volatility is. Yeah, uh, it's it's a two way street. That's it right. It goes down. Yeah, but it goes up as well. Um, mm-hmm. So when when you when you lay on one side of the ledger, yeah. Uh, so so people's implied biggest fear, yeah, before they walk in to see us, yeah, their implied biggest fear is, um, what if the market's down when I retire? The yeah. day that I retire, I think yeah. that is. Yes. I think that's so yeah, yeah. so so they're, they're they're scared of volatility. Yeah. But when you have that discussion and you yeah. say, okay, well, well, well um, uh, okay, the, the other fear here is that if you, if you don't, uh, if we don't work your money a little bit harder yeah. in this case, then yeah. you won't be able to afford to go on holiday every yeah. year. You won't be able to cut back to part-time work and yeah. you won't be able to retire yeah. earlier. That's right. 
that becomes a far greater fear. Yeah, I mean, you, you right. know what I mean? And, 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 and well, it's just you, laying once it you out. make that tangible, once you make it a concrete thing, most people, yeah, most people can then have a rational um, decision-making process about what do I want to trade off and what am I willing to accept. But yeah. if you if you ask that in isolation, you know, it, I guess it, you know, again, we, we tend to bring everything back to diet. But if someone said do you just want to eat donuts every day? You go, yeah, that sounds of great. <laughs> if, but if someone says, do you want to eat donuts every day, bearing in mind that you will get really fat and you will die early. Yeah. Go, oh, well, maybe I don't want to just eat donuts every day. Yeah. You know, It's the same sort of thing. And and I think further to your point about most people's big fear is that when I, the market will drop when I reach retirement. It's also, even while people are working, before we've had these conversations, most, people fear, most people's fear is, okay, well, I understand that I've, got you know, $500,000 in retirement savings, I understand that to get the rate of return that I need to, to meet my retirement goals, I need to invest that money. Hmm. But what if the market drops? And so this is why I actually like this case. That it was, that's, that's exactly what happened. We, we invested that money, the market, yeah, the market dropped drops, immediately, yeah. only yeah. by 10%, which is, as we said, par for the course pretty much every year. But it was, if before we'd had these conversations, if I had said, hey, we can invest this money and the market will drop by 10% in the next two months, Hmm. Most people would go, oh, that sounds, that sounds terrible, I don't want to do that. Yes. But now, four and a half years on, we're sitting here going, yes, that has dropped and it has picked back up and you've seen you know, the growth over the last four and a half years that's put you in this position. And, okay. you're, now, and you're now on track to semi-retire at age 58 and, and work the, the workload that you want. And look, you look at, you look at um, market drops, they come and go. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of this old German man that I met in, uh, in Germany. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it was at a, at a at a pub on the Reaper Barn, uh, which is this famous. The Beatles used to play yeah, there. That's where the Beatles yeah. used to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really digressing here. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he spoke a little bit of English. I spoke no German at yeah, all, and yeah. I had a talk to him, and I said, uh, "He said my name's Tram," and I said, "Why do they call you Tram?" He goes, "I come, I go." <laughs> so, 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 so that that's looking at September 2015, the market dropping by 10 percent yeah. reminds me of Tram. It comes and goes, like it comes and goes. Like, so, so you've, you've drawn a long bow there. Like, <laughs> get where you, where you're but, coming from. So, no, it, like these these drops are naturally occurring things. They yeah. they they come, they go, they recover. Well, um, yeah, it happened again. Well, that, so that fully it. recovered yeah. and then grew to new highs. Yeah. Uh, it happened again in December of 2018. That's right. I haven't even haven't even put that in. But so that you haven't was, even put that in that because was, you, you think, didn't happen to meet at that point yeah. in time. So yeah. So um, so a lot of people actually. Um, don't even know this is happening because yeah. It's, yeah. it's 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 in between the meeting times that we have right. them. Yeah. So they they you know you'll have a meeting with people yeah. and you'll say, okay, in between that time that we yeah. actually last met, yeah. um, the value of your or the so the, the price, price yeah. of your superannuation fund dropped by investments dropped by ten percent or fifteen percent. Yeah. It's now fully recovered yeah. and grown to a new high, yeah. and and people are very surprised at that because yeah. uh, they actually had no idea. Yeah. Um, so uh, those types. I mean, uh, I've been in the industry since two thousand and one. I've seen so many of these drops. I mean, the first ten years of my working life yeah. um, had some had had quite a few, but they all came. They all went. Um, yeah. They they all came. They all went. They've they've recovered and and yeah. You look back now and you say, "Okay, what happened then?" Actually, has no bearing yeah. on where we are now because yeah. 
because and, and that's the average rates of return that we're looking at. Yeah, take that into account. Take that into account. And I think that's a part of our our, our role there is that you know the, these progress meetings um, that we have with with people is it, a part of it is to look at what's happening at at those points in time, but it's also um, sometimes really refocusing people on what is it that we're actually trying to achieve here because it's easy to. Yeah, you, you turn the TV on and you see there's scary headlines about all sorts of things. And then, yeah, we get stuck in, in, in our day-to-day lives and, and worried about what's happening day-to-day. Yeah. It's really important just to, to zoom back out every now and then and go, what is it we're actually trying to achieve here? Where is it that we're, and, and in this case for, for Jane Smith here, are, are we on track to be able to do what you want to do at age? Are you doing what you want to do now? And are you on track to do what you want to do in a few years' time and beyond? Yes, well, then that's great. Yeah, what the market does in in the meantime really has no impact on on that. It's yeah. really just are you on track to to be able to fund the lifestyle that you want? That's right. So, I think that's that's why I really wanted to go through this case study. Is that as you said, I think people's big fear is that well, people's big fear is a couple of things: is that they're going to uh, invest their money and it's going to drop um, immediately, and, yeah. and which actually has happened here. And their other big fear is that they're going to come in to meet with a financial advisor and the advisor is going to take all their money away from them. And yeah. that, that isn't what happened, has happened here. We've been able to um, have all those discussions, make all those decisions and trade off being able to get where she wants to be in the future while still uh, living a great lifestyle that she's really enjoying at the moment. Yeah. Um, any, any more to add? No, I think Good that's place it. to wrap up. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.